Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Jim Bowden is a former GM uh, in Major League Baseball, and he writes for The Athletic now. I like his stuff. Um, He gave report cards Pretty detailed stuff. Uh, we'll net it out for you here. Uh, but he gave report cards to all 30 teams for their offseason. Seth, I don't know if you've looked at the grade that Jim Bowden gave the Astros. If you haven't, I, w- I will play the little game where you guess the grade that he gave okay. the Astros. Um, I think, okay, so Jim Bowden is, he's been around a long time, right? Yep. yep. He's going to classically have a knee-jerk reaction uh, that the Astros paid too much money to old guys. Mm-hmm. And yet... They and they lost Verlander. Um, I'm going to say you gave him a B minus. Bingo! Oh ding, really? Ding ding! Yeah, B minus. Oh, wow. Yeah, B minus. I wish I'd been a little bit more off because that sounds totally fake. Was the rationale exactly what um, what it, what I said? It was? Here's what he says: key takeaways, key takeaways. And I want to go somewhere with this after we read his key takeaways. Um, but the Astros lost Justin Verlander in free agency, but still have one of the top three starting rotations in the majors. Rookie Hunter Brown will be given every opportunity to make the rotation out of spring training. Worth noting here, this was obviously written before we knew Lance McCullers was going to miss the start of the season. Continuing, signing Jose Abreu to replace Yuli Gurriel at first base was a great move. Abreu should be good for 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. That's interesting because he only hit 15 last year and he played the full season. Anyways, um, he will benefit. Okay, he'll benefit from playing half his games at Minute Maid because of the short left field wall. Sorry, sorry about that, Jim. I should have kept reading. Um, and from the protection he'll get in what I believe is the best lineup in baseball. Key questions. Yeah. Key questions. Will the Astros be able to extend Kyle Tucker? Will Chaz McCormick become the everyday center fielder? Can Michael Brantley stay healthy? Those are the so basically their questions are essentially all three of their outfield spots right now have some sort of. Big picture questions surrounding them right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, with where the Astros are and, you know, for what their goals have to be in the offseason, like, it would be it'd be really hard. It's, a, it's harder for them to get an A in the offseason. It off is, season. yes. You know, a great like point. The, yep. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of main. And that's why, like, Dana Brown, just like James Click before him, but especially now Dana Brown, I think Dana Brown has a deceptively difficult task, which is maintaining a machine that's running the way it is as guys are now, you know, in line to get paid. And now, especially now you've got, it's almost, 
because you have an owner who aggressively wants to re-sign these guys, it, it's actually kind of tough as the GM to know exactly where you have to tamp the brakes and just say, hey, for the long-term good, we got to be careful about this. I think, look, Crane is, Crane is obviously very savvy about all this, but it's just a, it's a, partic- it's a particular set of challenges with Dana, for Dana Brown. He is not going to get any flack at all for any of these signings in the offseason because he wasn't here for them. Um, I guess the, the real work for him begins now with the pitching situation being what it is. I say situation because the Astros still have their, – their, their first four starters, even with McCullers injured, are still a, uh, an embarrassment of riches. Absolutely. Um, and then Hunter Brown is an X factor. But the, one of the things that's worked for you is having a bunch of stud pitchers. So how does he, how does he handle this part of it? Um, what does he do at the trade deadline this year? Uh, you know, that's, this is where we really start to judge Dana Brown. The renegotiations are awesome, but those, those you don't genuinely don't find out about whether they were a good idea or not until several years down the road. Yeah, and if you're asking me, would they have signed Christian Javier to a five-year, $64 million deal if they hadn't hired Dana Brown, if they were still operating with Jim Crane being yeah. the de facto GM with Bagwell as his consigliere? I would have said, yeah. They, I mean, they, they did a three-year, $34 million deal for Rafael Montero. They did the three-year, $60 million for Jose Abreu. They did all those deals, the Brantley deal. They did all those deals without a GM. So I yeah. think they still – good point on Dana Brown. Like, he is still way, way TBD. I, I, I think your first point about it being almost impossible for them to get an A is spot on. Because I think if I ask myself, okay, what could the Astros have done better to where they get an A this offseason? Yeah. Um, they weren't going to make any big trades. They don't have a ton of holes on this team. Um, I think the only thing that would have gotten them an A would have actually been something that's detrimental long-term, which would be sending them sailing into the luxury tax. Like yeah, if they re-sign yeah, Verlander, yeah, yeah. if they re-sign Verlander and they get Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez extended, they probably get an A. But guess what? Then their payroll is like $250 million, you know? You know, it's... Um... Like, I don't want to be this, – this might sound a little too Pollyannish. I, I still don't know how you use that phrase, but I'm going to say it. Um, is that sometimes being able to spend heavily into the luxury tax or the uh, competitive balance tax, whichever your league calls it, can be more of a detriment than anything. Because I think like with the Yankees – with each passing year, I feel like even though the Yankees have had to get a lot better about not just spending exorbitantly as their way of winning, I feel like at some point it becomes too much of your go-to that you can kind of you can get yourself out of uncomfortable situations by just spending more money than everybody else. That if you don't manage that right, it, it gets you to a certain spot and then it, and it there's a glass ceiling. Like you lose something in the culture or the resourcefulness, whatever it is. Like it, with the Patriots on the football side of things, I think the Patriots keep certain parts of their organization intentionally sparse, I think, because of that. Like you want to always have sort of a certain a resourceful mentality yeah. to things. And I, I didn't, you never want to get to that spot. So I think that like managing it and not wanting to get too aggressively into the CBT at any point, it makes sense, not just from a – not just from a money making standpoint, but from a, like a, the the culture of the organization. Yeah, too. like the Met, dude. The Mets payroll is like three hundred ninety million. Like it's not yeah. an exaggeration. 
Oh, now you can go. I mean, if you like, if you go full bore like the Marlins, you can buy a championship. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, but long term. I don't know if it's the best strategy. Well, I think this is how the Mets are going to be long term. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, we just went and bought all a bunch. We we, just, we gave this guy forty million, and this guy forty million, and this guy thirty million, and we're going to go find more guys to give thirty million to because our owner doesn't give a rat's ass about the competitive balance tax. Yeah, and you wonder too. Like, so how does that age? Even though he can afford it. Like, how does it age when a, when a championship feels like it's bought? Then it's, I, I don't know if it, like, it, like, it certainly wasn't the answer for, like, creating super loyal baseball fans in South Obviously Florida. Obviously in South Florida. You know? No, yeah. no, no. I think, I think there, is a, there is an off-putting thing about the Marlins championships in 97 and again in 2003 because immediately after those championships, they tore it back down to the studs. They didn't even try. They, they, yeah, they just, I mean, just... They, they won the World Series, and a month later, Moises Alou is a Houston Astro. You know, yeah. like, yeah. like they, and, and that, he wasn't the only one. Kevin Brown went to the Padres. You know, like, it, the list is long of guys that just, they just shipped them all out and pared it back down to a, you know, back then, probably like a $20 million payroll. Hey, did you know that the Moises Alou urinating on his hands to soften his calluses actually is, uh, uh, according to some people, not actually that big a deal that it's, uh, yeah, that it's, freaks. Well, one of our listeners said that. So I was like, and he was like, seemed like a non crazy dude. So I, um, so I looked it up and yeah, like, so Moises Alou wasn't like, stop talking about it. Like it was okay. some weird thing. He was just not to mention he'd come from South Florida. He probably learned it on the beaches there. Probably kid probably got stung by a jellyfish or something. Okay, He's okay. like, Oh, maybe it works on calluses too. By not so weird. Do you mean that it's. Like, if I ask 10 people here at Odyssey and the, the next 10 people that walk by, I ask them if they do this, like, nine are going to say, oh, yeah, like putting Have on you deodorant. Ever urinated on your hands. Or, like, not weird in that it, there's, you know, kind of like foot fetishes like they're a little weird but we understand a lot of people have them and there's clubs for them and corners of the internet where those people can congregate and things like that. how weird is weird what percentage like how far out on the bell curve are you for it to be like weird weird like it's, it's kind of weird like okay like okay you find feet you're into feet like in more than just like oh that's a lovely feet what percentage of the people have a enough. foot fetish probably yeah think? i think it is you know what you know where the root of that is apparently what's that Somebody on the text line, one of you foot weirdos, tell me. Um, <laughs> uh, the area in your brain that's close to the one that basically controls and interprets erogenous zones is okay. like right next to where your foot, your foot center is. Okay. So there's a little bit of like easy geographical drifting between neurological impulses and everything up there. I so will it's like, say that's the, why it does it. Like that's why it, like of the things that aren't common, that's yeah. seemingly one of the more common things. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the comfort of my own feet drives my mood greatly. Like if I have comfortable shoes on or you know like yeah. I like I that uh, but I but I don't I, I don't congregate in the foot fetish corner of the universe. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, I'm just talk- saying as far as the zone. Yeah, <laughs> you you're right. That's not erogenous. Yeah. You don't show up on the message board and no. we're like, so how do you guys feel about shoals? Yeah. Do you like right, shoals? Right. Yeah. Have you I seen tried my... one of those things at the drugstore where you have, they measure your feet. and uh, See yeah. my hey dudes? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys had success with any of these? Oh, it feels like I might be on the wrong thread right. here. Um, and there's like, a, there's like a subtext going on talking about me. Like, did you see the loser that has clothed feet on this thing? <laughs> um, as I was uh, joking around a little bit earlier about... You know, maybe becoming a charlatan who sold cancer cures based on eating dark, dark chocolate, <laughs> right. possibly preventing cancer. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know. Like, tell, tell me if I should get indignant about this or not. Okay. 
I hate being that guy, but guys, the cure for cancer joke with dark chocolate was very disrespectful, especially for those who have lost loved ones to chocolate. <laughs> a cure joke is very insensitive. I love you guys, but that was too far. He got me on that one, too, because our, um, our text system, the way it shows up on our computer, chops it up. chops up the text. It's infuriating. <laughs> so I read the first part where it ended with disrespectful. And I was like, oh, come on. So I was getting all ready to fire up like, yeah, my dad died like three weeks ago and I'm making cancer jokes, okay? Um, but no, it was just actually a very well-crafted little uh, uh, troll of a joke there. That's good a job, good buddy. warning to people, though, like about how our text page works. Like, hey, if we reply and sometimes you're like, hey, that doesn't seem like a, an appropriate level of anger for the reply. We blame the text page. It chops up. Yeah, it chops up. That's a funny text, too, by the way. <laughs> it's really funny. Also, somebody else is saying that urine doesn't work on jellyfish things. That's an old wives' tale. Right, but I don't. Like, okay, go tell it to Moises Alou. Good right. luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, sorry like, to be insensitive to Moises Alou, but right. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry he finished top five in the MVP the year that he got here, peeing on his hands. All right. Um, Final segment coming up. Hey, Kenny Chesney tickets coming in the next segment. So be listening. Sometime in the final segment of the show, we will uh, we will be giving away Kenny Chesney tickets. We'll find out what John and Landry have going on on In the Loop as well. Stay there. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 